Welcome to a Bright Minds Podcast. This is your host, Raymond Bright, where we share stories and experiences to enlighten others. I wanted to talk today about love languages because I feel like a lot of people don't understand them. And the value in understanding each love language as it relates to your partner or spouse and how it can drastically help your relationship and your understanding of your partner. When I was younger, I definitely did not even understand what love languages are, nor did I probably give a fuck. But now that I done got older and I realized the importance of understanding your partner's love languages and the love languages in general, it helped me realize what I liked and what my love languages are, plus what my partners are. And I realized that you could be given the wrong type of love and then wonder why the person isn't receiving it the way you want. Like somebody who you go buy gifts for. And you be gone, you be traveling, whether you be at work a lot. And so you go and you feel like, I'm going to buy my partner this expensive-ass gift. I'm going to buy her a bunch of gifts or him a bunch of things to make up for the time that I'm not there. But your partner's love language is quality time. So all of the gifts that you're buying, I mean, it's cool, but it don't make up for the love that she's lacking because she needs quality time and that's not what you're giving her. So you feel like all these gifts should make her happy and still wondering why she mad. Like, damn, I just bought you this purse or we just did this and that's not what she needs. She needs you to be there. She needs the time and to be present in the time that you do give her because a lot of us get around and be on the phone or be watching TV and you need to actually give her the time or give him the time that he needs from you. So it's five love languages and the first one we will go over will be words of affirmation. So this is basically the love language where they like verbal acknowledgments like I love yous and you're beautiful and you're great. Then just compliments, words of appreciation, and just, you know, letting them know how you feel about them. I've always been to myself and growing up in Alabama, I could say I wasn't really good at expressing myself. So words of affirmation was not even on my list, really, of love languages, nor did I even know that that was something people wanted. So when I was dating this woman one day, I remember she used to complain about, you know, I felt like she was beautiful and she was a wonderful person, but she didn't actually get it from me. But I, you know, I tell her here and there, but, you know, her love language was, was she wanted to be reassured. So that was what she needed from me. But I was used to giving gifts as a love language. So I would just give gifts and give gifts and I was like, she still longed for me to say, I love you and you're beautiful and, you know, I'll always be here, like things of that. And, you know, it took me growing because me personally, I that's not my love language. So that's something that I didn't really get. So giving it was not something that I felt like I tell you this 
here and there, but I didn't feel like saying it multiple times and having to do it over and over was something that I needed to do. But I had to realize it's not about me at this point. It's about us. So my partner, I have to understand which they need. So it don't matter what I'm giving if it's the wrong thing. You see what I'm saying? If you put in the wrong gas in the car, it's going to eventually die. Same thing with your relationship. If you're giving the wrong love, then it's going to die because that's not what's feeding it. And you have to adapt. So I made it a choice to tell her I love her. I care for you. You're beautiful. Uh, Great job at work with your promotion. You know, everything just to keep her reassured. And I tell you, it worked wonderfully. But I had to get over me not even being that type of person to understand that you just have to adapt with your partner. It's called growth. It's not called, oh, man, like I used to be young and say, F that, you know, I'm going to give you what I want to give you. But it's about growth and evolving and understanding what they need so you can avoid a lot of BS in the future. So the number two love language that we will talk about today is quality time. And quality time is definitely in my top two because I don't really care for a lot of the other love languages, especially words of affirmation. You can keep that. But I do really value quality time. And I remember like growing up, my family was always busy. They was working, they was traveling. So, you know, they would give gifts and big gifts and things when they came back. But me, I really more so cherish time over the gifts. Like, like I said before, gifts are great, but time to me is more valuable because that's something I can't get back. So when a person gives me their time, I appreciate it because they could be doing as you know, anything with it. So being able to be grateful for the time and that's what I like. And so essentially quality time is when your partner actively wants to spend time with you and is always down to hang, um, particularly a lot of active listening, eye contact, and just being present in the moment. So with quality time, I do love a partner who I can go out with. That's why um, in one of my previous podcasts, I was talking about compatibility and just having the same hobbies because I like to travel, I like to go out, I like to be social. So I need a woman who likes to do the same because we can always do the things together and we'll both enjoy it. And that's the quality of time that I need from you. When I go out with my friends or my partners or when I'm going on business or when I'm traveling on solo things, That's my time away, but when we're together, I need the quality time because that's how I know that you love me because you could be anywhere doing anything. And so when you give that person that time, it's like the reassurance that that they love me. Number three is going to be acts of service. This can be anything from when you sick, them bringing you soup, making coffee in the morning for them on their way to work. You know, picking up that dry cleaning, just things where action speaks louder than words. So you do a lot of things for that partner. They don't necessarily have to tell you to do. 
you just do it because it might make their life a little easier or you know it's something that they are like but me i think of it as intangibles like i talk to my homeboys and i be like look and this girl has intangibles and that's just the things that i don't have to tell her that she just does and it's once you find it it's something that you always look for and for example um i one day was out with this girl and we ended up getting drunk and i ended up spilling some drink on my shirt and when i took the shirt off because i wanted to lay down for a little bit because we was going out that night and when i woke up i seen my shirt hanging on the door and it was ironed with the stain out and it had been washed and i was like you know what happened she was like she just washed it and you know ironed it and made sure that it was good for tonight because she knew i wanted to wear it and i didn't even tell her nor think of that i was thinking about what other shirt or what other outfit i could wear but that just stood out to me and that's just something that i always said that those intangibles those they just do it out of the respect and you don't have to tell them that is a love language in itself whether it's somebody helping you grade papers at night or, or help you wash the dishes help you fold up your clothes all of that is acts of service number four is receiving gifts and i know that that's probably majority of the people listening right now receiving gifts is straightforward but you feel love when you see visual symbols of love that can be anything and it isn't more so the price. It's the fact that somebody thought of you and decided to buy you something. Whether it be flowers, whether it be your favorite candy, maybe a pair of shoes you wanted. All that would be in the receiving gifts. And I know a lot of people do value that. I think of it more as when you tell somebody or you're talking to them and you tell them about something that you want or something that you've been thinking about and then they just surprise you with it. I remember I liked Derrick Rose. That was my favorite player before he blew both his knees out. And I always said, man, I wanna go see Derrick Rose play. So one day this girl came and she was like, hey, I got tickets to the game and Derrick Rose playing tonight. And I just felt like that was just something that stood out again because I, didn't tell her to she just decided to take me to see Derrick Rose because she knew that that was my favorite player and that was a gift that I definitely enjoy and I remember to this day so you know whether it's your partner getting you a computer because they know you need it or getting your partner's favorite snacks when you at a grocery store you know taking them to see their favorite artist or movie you know all of this is going to qualify as receiving gifts and i feel like this is going to be top three for me because it really isn't all that important to me so we have one more uh number five is going to be physical touch and this can be hugging kissing holding hands when they help you rub your scalp or give you a back rub you know all of that is going to be physical touch that includes the people that love public affection so to me that's five on my list you know i don't even really like people touching me for these people if they are having a rough day you would say hey do you want a bad rub do you want a massage you know do you want to cuddle these would be the type of things that somebody with a physical touch love language would want 
So if your partner ever talks about you not touching her or not cuddling with her or not being affectionate with her, then you can think that her love language might be physical touch and you will just need to start showing more affection and just, you know, cuddle with her, talk to her, give her a hug when you get home, all of that. So we'll go over the five love languages one more time. The first one is going to be words of affirmation. The second one will be quality time. The third one will be act of service. The fourth will be receiving gifts. The fifth one will be physical touch. So you can review the love languages and just see which ones work for you and work for your partner. And then comment and just give me some reviews on what you think. And I want to thank you for listening to A Bright Minds Podcast. I'll catch you next week at the same time.